Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey there, welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Show. My name is John. Thanks for listening to the podcast or watching the YouTube channel. I hope it's a benefit to you. That's the reason that we do it, is that hopefully it gives you ideas, it encourages you, it gives you some knowledge that you can put into practice right away. And so we enjoy what we get to do for the king and we are honored to share anything that we are learning with you all. This year of 2024, if the Lord waits to come back, we're going to have a bunch of things that we are currently working on that we're going to be rolling out with every team that we serve. And even those who don't use Kavanaugh as one of their ministry partners, we will have resources. Think hundreds of ad examples that we are working on in multiple languages that we're going to have in one place that you can go in, use whatever you want, however you want for your work in the kingdom. And so that's the hope is that we're, we're working on that right now. We're hoping to get this all done. Alan's working really hard on that. And so I'm just grateful to share with you whatever we can, because we benefit from you as well. The reason why we love serving mission teams and mission organizations is because we care about the lost, just like you. And so we want to free you up to do what you went to the field to do. And so we try to handle the technical stuff. We do a lot of the business setup. We do uh, helping with responder training. We do trainings all over the world for organizations and for teams. And so to be able to do that so that you or other teams can benefit from that in the work that you were called to do from the Lord. And so when it comes to things like creating videos or ads or whatever else, um, we want to share whatever we can so that it will reduce that burden on your part. Learning a language is hard. Listen, I know that. I spent two plus years on the field just learning Mandarin Chinese to read, to write, to hear, to speak. It was super hard and I had to continue to work on it. I actually still work on it and have many opportunities to to speak it. But the learning that, learning the culture, getting things set up, figuring out how to make entry into a field, learning how to do the discipleship part of what is needed, church formation, leadership formation, all of those things. That's the kind of stuff that you have to be able to do so that the church can be born in places where it is not. And so if we can remove some of that burden, we're just always honored to be able to do that. Now, today's episode is I want to share with you some thinking about barriers that stop people or that have to be overcome when you're getting to sharing the gospel with them. It's not about just throwing up some sort of ad or something like that and saying, okay, well, there you go. Now everything's going to be great. That's not how it works. And you know that because the field that you're working in potentially is a really hard place. And so to be able to make those inroads 
isn't just like running a, a Facebook ad. We know that. You know that. So how do we overcome these barriers that people have to be able to do that? So let's dive into it a little bit and just look at this concept of barriers that have to be overcome. Every culture is different. This is one of those things that's really, I, I'm surprised sometimes at how people try to generalize this or overcome it. Every place and every culture is different. And we're going to look at culture here in just a second. But every location is different. Just because something worked in one, maybe even city, doesn't mean it will work the same in another. We have to constantly be testing and looking and trying. Um, that's one of the reasons why we believe prayer is so important, is because it tells us what these barriers are. But if we try to answer every objection that people might have or every barrier that they might have, well, we won't be able to do that. And so the best thing that we can do is just try to get the scripture out there to people, try to give them access to where they can get more information and then let them decide what they need to overcome those barriers that they might have. So what are some of those barriers? Well, the first one is just personal. And what we have found is that there are so many different pre-existing beliefs and worldviews that honestly just conflict. They just go right against Christian teachings. And so maybe it's somebody that says, well, they're an atheist, but that means something different depending upon where in the world they might be. It may mean that they don't believe in the Muslim God anymore. Not that they don't believe that there's a God, just not the only one that they have ever been exposed to. Or they may struggle with the concept of even having a God or the concept of a Trinity or different types of Christian doctrines that they see that will just be incompatible in their mind with their own beliefs. I saw this in my own missionary work working in Taiwan where I had a young man that I was doing Bible studying with and we were going through it and he eventually came to the Lord, but he had to wrestle with some personal and worldview beliefs that he had to overcome. And in this young, he knew very specifically, this is the thing. I'm not sure. And it actually occurred in the Old Testament. It occurred in the Old Testament about honoring your father and mother, but what if your father and mother don't want you to follow Jesus? And he had to wrestle through some of these just personal beliefs and worldviews. And coming from a, a Taoist and a Buddhist mindset, there were other things that he had to go through as well. Another one is just cultural. And cultural is a huge one because it, in certain places, the culture is so sharp. It's so tight where they are that understanding the, the, the pull of it, they don't even know that there's another thing. To say that you are Jewish or to say that you are Muslim or to say that you are Chinese or whatever it might mean, means a total package to that person. And in places where Christianity is a minority religion or maybe just not even known at all, the social pressure against adopting beliefs is extremely strong. And there are cultural barriers there that have to be overcome. For us, there was the idea of tomb sweeping. You go to your ancestors' tombs, you clean the tombs, you, you have a picnic out there. It's a very family-oriented time. But you then also bye-bye and worship the your ancestors and that was something that the 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 
people we worked with and others who had already come to faith had to share and, and wrestle through. It's not just, now I'm a Christian. It's all of their aspects are tied into it. And so how do you look at all of those things, that moral, that lifestyle, that parental, all of these things that requires this change in the behavior, values, and priorities that a person might have? That's a huge barrier and something that is going to be hard that has to be overcome. Well, how do you do that, either one of these, with media? testimonies is going to be a big part of this, all right? So there are three things that we at Kavanaugh continue to come back to, prayer, Bible, and testimonies. And if possible, sharing testimonies of of others who have come to faith, how they have worked through this, or how their life has changed, helps others. Hearing other people's stories are part of that. There's also just intellectual barriers that people have, or philosophical ones. And so there are certain doctrines, or there are interpretations of the Bible that sometimes can seem contradictory, or become challenging, and things like the problem of evil itself. Why is there evil in the world. It also comes sometimes to a lack of information or misinformation. I remember being with a doctor just about to go through a procedure. I mean, they are like right there at that moment where they're just about to begin. And then he begins to ask me doctrinal questions. He said, you're a Christian, right? You're, you're from the West. So he assumed that everybody was a Christian. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I am a Christian. He goes, well, do all Christians, is Christmas like your New Year's celebration back there? And I was like, no. And I'm thinking, I'm just about to go under the knife. And now the Lord has given me this opportunity to have this intellectual, philosophical kind of conversation with the doctor right at that mo- that moment of time. When people have little to no exposure to authentic Christianity or communities, which is extremely important, there's so much that they don't know. It's not that necessarily they are looking to debate. I, in fact, I would discourage us trying to use media to debate, but it is that they've never had any exposure or that there are stereotypes that they see and they assume maybe it's from Western media. And so they see it and they think, oh, well, that must be there. In the West. They're all Christians and this is what their movies look like. And they think that's Christianity. So a lot of times, just our our exposure of media to them can be a different type of media that they can be exposed to, which can help end those intellectual challenges that they might have. There's also emotional ones and psychological factors. Maybe they've had past negative experiences. Maybe there's certain types of negative portrayals that other people have given to Christianity, or they say things about Christians like, oh, well, they they don't love this way, or they don't believe this thing, or they don't care about this, or whatever it might be. There's a lot of these past negative things. Maybe it's they've been exposed to missionaries or the church before and have been hurt by it. And so this can be a very significant barrier. And so once again, showing and allowing for trust is really important. There was a training I did several, several months ago now where there's three things that media can do. They can know, they can know that you exist or see that there's opportunities there to know Jesus. They can like the content that they see. So they can like scripture, they can like this testimony, and then they can trust, know, like, 
trust. And it goes in that order. They're not going to trust you just because they saw a Facebook ad. In fact, I don't trust anybody when I just see a Facebook ad. So when somebody's being challenged to maybe change their whole cultural identity to think that a Facebook ad is going to be the thing that does it, well, that's not realistic. But it can begin that process of helping them know, beginning to like what they're seeing about the Lord, most importantly, and then trust enough to be able to reach out. Maybe when they are emotionally damaged. Maybe they're scared. Maybe there's a cultural, personal barrier where their family's trying to stop them to be able to do that. All of those ways requires time and exposure and doing the right things over and over and over with them. Finally, there is just spiritual. And the spiritual factors that are out there are huge. We're in a spiritual battle. And so the most powerful tool the Lord has given to us is his word and engaging him and his spirit through prayer. And so when we do that, when we pray against what our adversary is doing in these places, when we pray for people, when we pray for their businesses and their families by name, the Lord can use that to, to make an opening. And this is why what we do with media when we, what we do with marketing is just a mass representation of what we try to do personally as well. We are personally trying to pray for people. We are personally trying to physically meet people, pray for them, give them a Bible, hear their story, share our story, and share the Lord's story. But it is a spiritual battle, and there are spiritual forces and our adversary, the devil, working to blind people or to bind people to a, a not accepting this freedom that the Lord gives. And so all of these barriers can be overcome, but it takes time. It takes really understanding the cultural things that are there. And it takes, in some ways, just being consistent to see what the Spirit's doing and making sure we're in alignment with Him. All right, so I hope that this is an encouragement to you today to think through what barriers you're facing in the place where you're working and to think about how media can help you overcome those barriers so that people can know the good news. All right, so thank you so much for listening today. If you have questions on this, if you have input that you'd like to give, if there's other barriers that you're seeing, reach out. Let us know if, if there's other types of teaching that you want to be hearing or subjects that you would like for us to address. Don't forget we have the weekly marketing rundown, the news newsletter. You can go to our website, sign up for that. That's free. You can get that, which is all the things that are happening, very technical things every week. And then you also have this podcast. So we appreciate you subscribing, sharing, telling others, and letting us know how we can best serve you as we serve the King together. Until next time, take care and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for Him and for His kingdom.